everyone. Welcome to the Gibbs Spotlight. My name is Callie Curtis and I'm a web development and professional writing intern at the Gibbs College of Architecture. Today we are talking to Matthew Crownover. Matthew Crownover graduated in 2013 with his bachelor's degree in environmental design and he graduated in 2017 with his master's degree in landscape architecture. Currently he is a landscape designer at GFF. My first question for you today is how have design methods changed since you were a student at Gibbs College? Yeah, well, I got out, so I graduated about four years ago. So not a whole lot's changed, um, so to say. However, the biggest two things is COVID, right? That, that's changed everything. And uh, a lot of people last year got out or were forced to get out and experience environment in different ways than they were. And so, we, uh, by nature, have had more opportunity now through our more recent projects and things like that to really dive into ways in which we can fulfill some of those roles that buildings or places that people weren't able to go to, um, in addition to co-working, um, has been become very big in the field now and working from home. And so we have been very, uh, very much tasked to provide that more in our recent projects, and uh, it's something that that's this is just the beginning of this experiment and it's very much going to change the way we design going forward so thank you how would you say that the use of technology has changed since you were a student that might be pretty similar with the covid situation yes certainly certainly so um it's it's kind of a monster because the more technology adept we get uh, the, the more things come along so you know not too long ago things like lumion and uh, other sorts of rendering programs were, were the, the, the top of the line sort of thing, but now you have literally cinematics coming into, you have drone flying, you have all these other things that, you know, these firms and um, other entities are putting together to, you know, show off their projects or to, um, uh, I guess, market themselves. And so I, it is much, it's becoming more and more tied to cinema. It's more, more and more uh, driven by, um, more advanced programs, um, even though some of the main states are, are, are still there, like it's, it's, it's becoming a monster in a lot of ways. So, but it's really cool. And it's a, it's a unique opportunity to, you know, show things off in a different way in a real, very realistic way. So. Okay. Thanks. How have the changes in technology and design methods affected your own career? Starting at Gibbs and my time in the College of Architecture, one of the things that has been beneficial was um, that they really gave us a broad palette of things we need to pick up. And so as things do change and we're forced to adapt, that's just the nature of technology, it, I, I can lean back upon that. And now in my career, uh, I'm ready for that change you know, in a different way I'm in. And so because I, I had that foundation and because I was able to really develop that and be exposed to a lot of different things. It, it really has helped me out now because even though there, there's some things that are totally over my head and I honestly don't plan on getting into, at the same time, like uh, there, there's a lot of things where you know I can start picking up because I've had that exposure. So, thank you. Uh, what would you say is the most valuable thing you learned while you were at Gibbs College? The most valuable thing I learned probably is becoming better at collaboration. And you know, it, it, 
Um, honestly, through my time there, I took some knocks and you know, was working with others is something that was very much emphasized there. And there's a lot of great leaders there and people to really mimic from. And uh, um, through my time, I, I feel like, uh, you know, that communication is so important in the field and building that collaboration ability uh, in, in my time there really helped me out, um, especially starting off things as I have. And, and so when I look back, uh, like uh, <laughs> through, through processes there uh, and through opportunities there to really work with teams and really work with different disciplines and, you know, just be around very uh, good role models there, um, it's really rub, rubbed up on me. And uh, I, I at least try to, you know, mimic even still some of the things, some methods that they, that they use in such situations. So. Okay, thank you. What thoughts did you have about the field when joining? And then how did those thoughts differ from reality? So I, I knew the field was going to be different and in a way where like, instead of, you know, working with people who are kind of like-minded, you know, in classes together and learning the same things, you know, now you know, put up amongst a lot of people with different interests and things like that. And, and so again, communication has been big in that way. And, uh, I think that's probably the biggest thing, biggest curve now getting into the field, especially immediately, because uh, there's a lot of people to you know, build those relationships with. And I, I think that needs to be emphasized that, you know, once you're on the field, you're going to you have to like very much try to understand people and work with people. Uh, there's a little bit of salesmanship going on, but the same way, like sustainability is a big part of what I've always wanted to do through school and was very much uh, exposed to quite by a bit of that at college of architecture. And, and so, you know, trying to express to people who may not have that as a forefront to the priorities, you know, it's, it's, it's been important and, and being, being patient with people and, and have building that good communication is, is so important. So. Okay. So basically what you're saying is that when you join the field, you learned that you'd have to collaborate with all kinds of different people and they didn't have that same background with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, again, while well in school, a lot of people, you know, we were around were kind of exposed to kind of the same sort of things and, and that's great. But, you know, here in, in, in the field, it, it took me back um, and a little bit about how, how vitally important it is and uh, uh, being in situations like that. And so um, to be able to communicate appropriately and um, confidence and being honest with people and and also you know like people are always going to give you responses that you want and so like you happen to roll with the punches so to say i think that's something that really caught me by surprise initially uh, just you know how uh, how varied people are within the field so thank you uh do you have an example of a passive or current project that you would want to share Sure. So I work in the DFW area, and as a lot of people know, DFW is very much growing so fast. And uh, one of the cities that was a small little town not too long ago is now preparing for a lot of growth. And so Princeton is northeast of Dallas, and one of the, one of the projects they have us working on is a brand new municipal parking center, which is going to house some of the offices and police and things like that. But also this park's gonna be their first really big gesture to the community to open it up to active recreation and nature and things that uh, produce uh, access to, to better health options. So 
So we put this together, and um, actually this is currently in, in, in early built and in progress, working on that right now. But just rolling through this real fast, um, we started off by having us read and a few, few of them actually meeting with the public and getting their ideas and talking with them personally and, and trying to pick up like what is the true identity of this place, which is vitally important. We had surveys we issued uh, both online and in physical version um, in which we, we were trying to gather, gather data about what people really wanted to get out of this park and you know, really hone in on um, what the soul of the community and what they, what, what they want in the future. We put together a number of diagrams just, just trying to lean down on what is the right approach to this, uh, bubble diagrams, just to start off the discussion about programming. Eventually, we came, we came to one where it really kind of fit for what we're trying to do. Um, this is our first site plan for schematic design. Something that's important about this, this land is that it was kind of this uh, abandoned cow pasture, very hilly and uh, kind of became home for like contaminants and things like that, just because it's been neglected for so long. And so dealing with, with that was very important for us. Um, in addition, we had some wetlands and so we had to work with Army Corps of Engineers, which was quite difficult. But, uh, and so like, a, this is a, definitely a team project. It takes a lot to, to put this all together. So, um, so I was lucky enough to be part of this one. What would you say is your favorite part of working on that project? Uh, I'm not, I've always wanted to see my teeth into something that, you know, we really got to mesh sustainability into nature play. And that's another thing that's become very prevalent in our field is that instead of having structured play as far as like both uh, um, jungle gyms and things like that, people are trying to get more into uh, more natural elements of play, more unstructured play and, and, and like, like having stumps and things where kids kind of create their own games and adding an educational element into it as well too. Being able, being able to be exposed to those sort of things, especially early on, um, something I've always wanted to be part of, like uh, in some way, like it's, it's been really cool, so. Great. Uh, did you have any other thoughts that you would want to share today? I, I, I think the, the other thing that I definitely learned from the call, being in college there and our projects and things of nature was the need for balance. I think like I, I mentioned, it's, it's a, there's a lot out there to learn and the technology is growing every single day and, and it's, it's, it's kind of daunting, but at the same time, like being able to find that balance is, is important and work. I, th I think if there was a 1A or 1B to uh, my biggest lessons I learned there, it's, it's, it's finding that balance. And I think, you know, for any young designers uh, who are, are, are there, I think that's, that's incredibly important because, uh, you know, it burns out if, if you don't watch it and, but there's a whole lot of opportunity and it's, it's uh, definitely sink your teeth in while you're there because there's so much, so much to learn and stuff. Thank you. So if, uh, whenever you're saying that you should give balance, are you a meaning like a work-life balance? Work-life balance, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, you know, definitely work hard while you're there. And like I said, you know, be exposed to much more while you're there. But at the same time as, you know, part of being there is, is to not only, you know, find new ideas and be exposed to new things, but it's also to learn how to manage what, a, what an active work situation would be for yourself. And so like, uh, um, it's, it's, it's easy to kind of lost in track of things. And I know when you're, you know, especially around the end of the semester, it's, it's always difficult, but at the same time, like being in school for as long as I have, finding that balance is so important. It's just take care of yourself, you know what I'm saying? So. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you.
coming for the interview and everything. Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you so much, and uh, I look forward to seeing all the rest of these students. Thanks again for listening to the Gibbs Spotlight. Tune in next time to hear more stories from the Gibbs College of Architecture.